Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation and friends. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God has been good to us. He has kept us safely through another week. He has allowed us to see the start of a new week. He has allowed us to come together in person or virtually. God is good to us. And so the only proper response is to let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. We are opening up with Psalm 145 today. Psalm 145, I will begin reading at verse 1 and read through verse 4. If you're with us in person, if you're able, or if you're joining us online, if you're able, would you stand as we honor the reading of God's holy word? Psalm 145, verses 1 through 4. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. And here's how it reads. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts. Verses 1 through 4 of Psalm 145. Great is the Lord, and he is greatly to be praised you may be seated we're opening up just a little differently this morning uh, we are celebrating our senior saints today those who are aged 70 years and better and uh, and and I wanted the deacons to do devotion today but uh, our singing deacons uh, one of them is uh, recovering from a surgery uh, the other ones are working with baptism uh, so we're going we're gonna to do the songs, but then we've got uh, some deacons who are going to come up with scripture and prayer. And, uh, and let's, let's go before the Lord, shall we? Is that uh, A-flat? All right, y'all sing with us. I love to praise him. I love, come on. I love to praise him. That's it. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. Oh, I love to praise his holy name. I love to praise him. I love to praise him. I love to praise him. Lord and shield. He's my rock, my rock, my sword and shield. He's 
wheel In the middle of a wheel I know he'll never Never let me down He's just a jewel That I have found Oh, hallelujah Hallelujah To praise him. I love to praise him. I love to praise him. Oh, I love to praise his holy. For he is my rock, my rock, my soul. He is my wheel In the middle of a wheel I know he'll never Never let me down He's just a jewel That I have found Well, hallelujah, hallelujah I love Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah yeah. Oh, sing hallelujah, hallelujah. I love to pray. Oh, I love. One more time. Come on. Oh, he's my rock, my rock, my sword and shield. He is my wheel in the middle of a wheel. I know he'll never. Never let me down. He's just a jewel that I have found. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yeah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, I love. I love to praise him. Don't you love to praise him? I love to praise him. I love to praise him. Oh, I love to praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Come on, Brother Burks. Oh, Brother, Brother Wortham. If you stand for the reading of God's word. I'll be reading this morning Psalm 138 from the NIV. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down towards your holy temple and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have so exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame. When I call 
you answered me. You greatly emboldened me. May all the kings of the earth praise you, Lord, when they hear what you have decreed. May they sing of the ways of the Lord, for the glory of the Lord is great. Though the Lord is exalted, he looks kindly on the lowly. Though lofty, he sees them from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. The Lord will vindicate me. Your love, Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hand. I read Psalms 138, verses 1 through 8. May the Lord have a blessing through the reading, hears, and doors of his word. You may be seated. Oh, what joy we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything, everything, everything to God in prayer. Praise me, family. Oh, holy and gracious and loving Heavenly Father, sovereign creator and sustainer of the universe and everything in it. Before we ask you for anything, we want first to thank you for being our everything. You've been our protector and our provider. You're our need maker. You're our bridge over troubled water. You're our shelter in the time of storm. We thank you, Father God, for the bishop that you assigned here. Strengthen him where he's weak and build him up where he's down, Father God. Bless him and bless his help me. Bless his family, Father God. Strengthen him and empower him, Father God, as a husband, as a father, as the bishop you've assigned to this vineyard and to his presiding over the territory that you have given him, the whole Ohio Baptist General Convention. Father God, bless all of us that we stand in need of, Father God. Bless, Father God, the sick, the shut-in, the afflicted, the lonely, the misunderstood, those, Father God, who don't know you, and those who are behind prison walls. Keep us ever mindful, Father God, that your word said, what we do unto the least of these, our brethren, we do it unto you. So we ask for forgiveness for not completing and doing each and every one of our assignments. We ask, Father God, for the power of your Holy Ghost to prevail here today. 
Allow the Holy Ghost to manifest itself from the parking lot to the pulpit, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that as we serve recognition to our senior saints today, that we have a bishop who's mindful of them, them who are often forgotten. Your word said, Father God, that longevity is a blessing and to the age come wisdom. So, Father God, we thank you for our seniors. We ask, Father God, that, that, that you bless them and allow us, Father God, to be, a, be mindful of being a blessing to them. We ask, Father God, that you continue to lead us, guide us, direct us, correct us, and protect us. This is our prayer, Father God, in the blessed name of Jesus the Christ. Now let the redeemed of the Lord say, Amen. As we get ready to finish out devotion, I remember as a boy hearing Deacon Herbert Taylor strike out and sing this song. Jesus, keep, come on, sing. Me near. Y'all know that? They're a precious fountain. It's free to all. Free to all. A healing stream. And it flows from Calvary's mountain. In the cross, in the cross, oh, in the cross, be my glory. got to find rest beyond the rim. Come on, those who know it, sing it near the cross. Near the a trembling soul a trembling Come on, testify love and mercy. Love and mercy found me. She found me. 
there the bright and morning star there the bright Shed his beams around me. Shed his beams around. Let's go on to the last verse. Near the cross, I'll watch and wait. Near the cross, I'll watch. Hoping, trusting ever. Come on, say it. Till I reach the golden strand. Till. Till I reach the gold. The golden strand. Just beyond the river. Come on, pray this with me. In the cross. In the cross. Keep me in the cross. Glory ever until until my rapture until my rapture. Oh, that's good news. My raptured soul will find rest. Rest beyond. Beyond the river, oh, in the cross here, Jesus, keep me in. Won't you be, be my glory, be my glory ever? Heal my raptured soul. Hallelujah. 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 My raptured soul shall find rest. Be Yes, I'll find rest beyond Is anybody glad that one day we'll have rest beyond Hallelujah. There'll be rest beyond.
Just let that marinate a little bit. transformational power of salvation. Romans 6 and 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. I am Annie Williams, and these are our candidates for baptism. Tanaya Hood. Based upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you now, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Little. 
based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I baptize you now, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And let the whole church say amen. Let's thank God for those who have given their lives to Christ and entered into believer's baptism. Let me officially welcome those who are in the sanctuary and those who are joining us online for worship today. We're glad that you've chosen to worship with us. Wherever you are, we are certainly glad to see those of you who are here in the building, to see your, your eyes at least. And we're grateful for the technology that allows us to worship together virtually for those who aren't comfortable being here yet and the people behind the technology who make that possible each week. Mount Calvary, would you look around? If there's someone that doesn't look familiar, they just may be a visitor. Would you make them feel welcome? Come on. Let's sing to them. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship, so glad you came and saw his name as we fill up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far, and with the love of Christ we are transforming That's what we're about, revealing the glory of God's kingdom. Here's how we're doing it. Through love, with diversity, with excellence, prayer and integrity, we welcome you. Welcome, welcome. Let me just make a few observations at this point in the worship experience before we head on in our worship and our study for today. Would you keep Brother Ricky Harris in your prayers? Um, I apologize. He asked me to, uh, to ask you all to pray for him last week, um, and I, I didn't see the text uh, till it was too late. But he, asked, he is asking us to pray for him for his heart and for the clot on his lung to be healed. And we know that God is able <laughs> to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And so we're, gonna, we're going to uh, add Ricky Harris's name to your prayer list, would you? That the Lord would heal him. 
uh, keep Brother Chris, Minister Chris, in your prayers today. He is not here. Uh, Pastor Bradfield asked if, uh, if Minister Chris could come over and preach at, uh, at resurrection today. Uh, and so that's, that's where he is. Uh, Miss Cheryl Kidd, is she back? She's probably not back out here yet. When she comes out uh, or when you see her today, I think she's helping with baptism, but uh, she has a birthday tomorrow. Make sure you wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Minister Percy Williams wants to thank us for our, uh, our love and care and kindness uh, during the passing of his aunt uh, here just a couple of weeks back. Is Miss Kennedy here? Ms. Grady, Brother Grady, is Kennedy here? She's not here? Okay. Um, if you see Kennedy Coleman, that is the Grady's granddaughter, make sure you congratulate her. Congratulations, Kennedy D. Kennedy D. Coleman, the certificate says, in recognition of your outstanding academic achievement at Dayton Early College Academy, you have been selected for membership in the National Society of High School Scholars. <laughs> Nicely done, Miss Kennedy. Congrats, Miss Ann, Brother Grady. Congratulations. Uh, Miss Vicki, where are you? How'd you let me miss your birthday last week? <laughs> well, happy birth, happy belated birthday to you, Miss Vicky. Yes, ma'am. Um, if you see Pastor or Lady C today and we're glowing, it's because yesterday was our 18th wedding anniversary. We went out to eat last night. Somebody, uh, somebody at the restaurant said, you all don't look old enough to be married 18 years. We got in the car. I told my wife, he was lying. <laughs> what he meant was, you don't look old enough. <laughs> what I heard in Winston translation was, you don't look old enough to be married to him. Is what I <laughs> but I'm, I'm grateful for my wife. Uh, would you make the adjustment on your sick list? Uh, Philip Speech, who was in Grandview, he is at home now. Uh, Philip Speech is at home. Make that adjustment on your list, would you? Uh, I do want to share with you, I want to appeal to you uh, about the Ohio Baptist General Convention coming up. It is, uh, it's upon us. It is next week starting next Sunday night at 7 o'clock with the musical. Everything is in Columbus, and I know it's an inconvenience, uh, but I sure would love uh, for the president's home church to support uh, the Ohio Baptist General Convention. We will put, uh, we'll get it on the Facebook page, we'll get it on the website. Uh, the people, the ladies in the uh, lobby have some information. Women's Day and Men's Day, this year is a little different they're in the evening, so that if you work all day, uh, you can still go to participate in Women's Day and Men's Day. That's going to be on Wednesday night. We will have transportation going, um, but we we want to make sure you get there if you want to if you want to ride 
in the transportation. If you're not, stop by the table anyway. Let them know you're going because we're going to have to register you uh, for Men's Day, for Women's Day. Also, uh, Dr. Elder, how many tables has Mount Calvary promised for the banquet? Two tables. That's 16 people. All right. Um, Mount Calvary, the banquet is on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. It is at the Marriott Hotel at the Columbus Airport. Marriott Hotel, Columbus Airport. Uh, our preacher for the night is going to be Dr. James Victor from Maryland. Um, you do not want to miss Dr. Victor. Uh, that is on Thursday night. The tickets are $50, but if you want to go and don't have it, make sure that Dr. Elder knows we'll make sure you get there. Um, may I be real transparent with you? We have reserved two tables. That's 16 seats, and we need to fill them. It makes a statement when, uh, when the president's church, you say, y'all didn't sign up for this, I know. <laughs> but it does make a statement when the president's church is not uh, filling their obligations that we're asking all the other churches to do, all right? Again, OBGC is about 100 churches all across the state of Ohio. It is the oldest and largest historically black uh, Baptist organization in the state of Ohio, founded in 1896, and we are still on the battlefield trying to help churches to strengthen their ministries in this, uh, in this 21st century generation. Um, how many of you all know that if churches don't adjust and shift and change, they will die out? And so what we're trying to do is help them to do what we're all called to do better. All right? Uh, so if, if you all will help me with that, I appreciate it. And then on Friday night, 7 o'clock, I'll be giving my address. Um, please, please make yourself available. 7 o'clock next Friday night at the Second Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio, okay? Again, we have transportation going. All you have to do is say you want to go, and we'll get you there. Thank you so much. If you have questions about anything OBGC-related, just call the church this week, and they'll be glad to answer. Ah, thank you. I ask... Oh, thank you. Um, I ask Lady C um, if... if um, they could get some of these, some of the pampers that we have collected. We are collecting pampers and wipes and baby items uh, as part of the women's initiative. The first lady of the convention um, has an initiative for infant vitality, trying to help um, young mothers, particularly. Did you all know that that black women infant mortality among black women is higher um, than all of the other people groups? and for no apparent reason. And, uh, and elect Lady Chanel uh, and the women of OBGC are trying their best to fight that. And, uh, and so there's, there's going to be a program that Thursday morning, and we want to make sure that we uh, give as many, we want to flood. It's called Celebrate One, I believe the organization is that we're partnering with. We want to flood them with items to help uh, pregnant women and, uh, and mothers, all right? You can also give on Givelify. Is that, what's the, the, you know what the envelope says? Diapers. Okay, the envelope says diapers on Givelify. If you want to just give, that's fine too, 
Okay, God bless you. Thank you. Miss Lucy Jones, would you stand please, ma'am? Your, your birthday is this week or is today? It's today. And she was proud to say she is 84 years young. God bless you, Miss Lucy. And Miss Phyllis Huff, I think we missed your birthday too, didn't we? You had a birthday? Yes, ma'am. Happy belated birthday to you. Awesome. Glad you're here. All right. Y'all turn to Leviticus chapter 19. Brother Jonathan's going to come and, uh, and the choir is going to come and lead us further in worship. And then we will go to Leviticus chapter 19.
Our God is worthy of all the praise. Thank you, man. Before I forget, uh, Mark Tanny. Did I see Mark Tanny come in? Oh, but her girls are here. Um, they, they are moving and, uh, and are looking for some help doing so. Uh, they're not looking for free help. Free help. They are willing to pay. Um, if, who's, who's taking responsibility, ladies? Beverly is what, the, <laughs> is what your sh sister said. Wave your hand, Miss Beverly. Uh, if you're available to help, you want to make a little uh, money, um, young strapping teenagers, you need something to do for the summer, um, like immediately, <laughs> make sure you see Beverly before you, before you leave today, all right? Thank you. Leviticus chapter 19. Leviticus chapter 19, we're going to read one verse of Scripture, and here is what it says from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. Stand up in the presence of the aged. Show respect for the elderly and revere your God. I am the Lord. Leviticus 19, verse 33, you may, 32, you may be seated. Stand up in the presence of the aged. Show respect for the elderly. And revere your God. We have come today to celebrate our silver senior saints. Those whom the Lord has blessed to live to see at least 70 years on this earth. And we are proud to honor them today. If you're in the building, we'd love to see who you are. If you're joining us virtually, um, shout it out in the, in the chat. Um, is there anybody here who is new to the club this year? You young 70-year-olds? Anybody? Nope. Sorry, the, uh, <laughs> the, the club members are very exclusive. You, you're new? Yes, sir, Brother Bruce. 70. God bless you, sir. Good. Anybody here who is aged 71 to 79 and you don't mind? God bless you all. Wow. bless you how about 80 to 89 beautiful beautiful God bless you all anybody 90 to 99 here she comes hey Miss Bessie Simeon And Miss Miss Halls and Grandma, <laughs> Miss Thelma Booker. Good. God bless you all. Miss Bessie Simeon just turned 94. Awesome. <laughs> what about uh, anybody a hundred or better? 
All right, we're getting there. We're getting there. Good. God bless you. Let's thank God for all of our 70 and betters. God bless you. Usually, as a part of our senior salute, I find a passage of Scripture in the Word of God where God promises something to older saints or where it talks about how blessed senior saints are. And the Bible is full of these type of passages. Proverbs 16, at verse 31, gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Psalm 92, 14, they still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green. Psalm 71, 18, so even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation and your power to all those to come. Proverbs 20, verse 29, the glory of young men is their strength, but the splendor of old men is their gray hair. Psalm 91, 16, with long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. There are plenty of passages. Passages like Isaiah 46 at verse 4, I will still be carrying you when you are old. Your hair will turn gray and I will still carry you. I made you and I will carry you to safety. But if you'll allow me, I believe that today the Lord is leading me not to speak to seniors about themselves, but today I need to speak to those of us who are not yet there. Those who are hoping to be there at some point. Today let me talk for just a little bit to those who are not yet silver senior saints, who have not yet lived long enough to be considered senior. I need to speak to us because I believe that in American society, in American culture in particular, and y'all forgive me, that's all I know, but I believe that in American society and culture in particular, we are facing a crisis. A crisis of great magnitude and with potentially devastating results. We are facing a situation which is directly contrary to the Word of God. And unless we find some way to turn from it, we are going to deal with the judgment that it brings. The crisis to which I'm referring is a crisis of respect. We don't honor longevity. Respect, a deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, their qualities, or their achievements. Another definition is due regard for feelings, wishes, rights, and traditions of others. Respect. I want to offer today that respect, hear me, that respect is the debt of gratitude that all of us owes to those who came before us. We owe this debt because all of us, everybody, stands 
on somebody's shoulders. None of us got where we are by ourselves. None of us, not one of us has made it to where we are today without the labor, without the help, without the sacrifice of somebody who came before us, who paved the way, who opened the door, who took the blows, who stood the heat so that we could go a little farther than they did. So I want to preach today from this simple subject, honor the seniors, honor your God. Honor your seniors. Honor your God. Let's see what's going on in this text. Uh, I don't plan to be before you long. I just want to point out a couple of things. In the book of Leviticus, Moses continues the story of the Exodus. The book of Leviticus was written to detail the laws of God, the laws which he gave the children of Israel on how to be in relationship with him and with each other. The first 16 chapters really deal with the ritual regulations, and chapters 17 through 27 deal basically with ethical and moral regulations. As a matter of fact, here in chapter 19, most of what is presented here deals with moral obligations of God's people. And it can really be summed up in the second verse of the chapter, which says, you be holy, for I am holy. The Bible scholar Matthew Henry suggests that most of these uh, are just expositions. Most of these verses are really just expositions of the Ten Commandments. They really just explain the Ten Commandments all the way through this chapter. Moses, a prophet of God, gives instructions on holy living. And I know there are those who will read this chapter. There are those who will open this book and decide that these instructions are not for us because some of the things that Moses gets into in the text, um, you know, stuff that like uh, there's one verse in this chapter that says you shouldn't mix fabrics. Don't wear uh, cotton and, uh, and wool mixed together. Uh, there's a verse that says don't cut the hair on the side of your face. You know, let, let that grow, you know, uh, like the Hasidic Jews with the curls on the side of their face. There's a verse that says don't eat meat with blood still in it. There's a verse that says don't get tattoos, all that. But you have to understand that these things were warned against because they were what the pagans were doing. And maybe someday we'll get into the thick of how Christ came to fulfill the law, right? Uh, that's, that's why he told Peter, uh, you, can, you can eat whatever's set before you. But many of the verses in this chapter uh, that aren't dealing with those type of Levitical law things, many of them just deal with being a human being. Right? Let the Bible scholars argue about uh, law and grace and let's pay attention to what the Bible says about being a good human. They don't require any argument about whether it's Old Testament law or New Testament grace. It's just right because it's right. Stuff like honor your father and mother. Right? Verses that say take care of the poor. When you go to your field, don't get everything in your field. Leave something for somebody to come behind you. That's just being a good human being. Don't steal. Don't lie. 
Don't deceive one another. Don't swear falsely by my name. If you hire somebody, pay them. That's just being a good, that's being a good human being. Don't curse out deaf people because you know they can't hear you. I don't write this stuff. I just report it. Don't put something in front of somebody blind. Treat all people justly. Don't do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. That's just being a good human being. That's just, it's just right. And then the verse that we read today, verse 32, is one of those verses that is universal. It doesn't, have to, it doesn't matter if it's Old Testament law, it's still right. Stand up in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and reveal your God, I am the Lord. Now I've given you the introduction. Let me give you my three points that are found here in the text. I usually don't give them all up front. But let me go ahead and point out that there are three instructions in the text and I'll give them all to you now because really I'm going to deal with the first two together and then the third. Uh, so I'll give them to you. We'll, we'll get out of here. You go home. You enjoy your dinner. I can get on the road to Akron this afternoon. Here are the three instructions that Moses gives. Number one, rise. Number two, respect. Number three, revere. Rise, respect, revere. Let's take the first two, rise and respect. King James Version says, Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head, that is, the gray head, and honor the face of the old man. NIV says, Stand up in the presence of the age, show respect for the elderly. We are instructed what to do. Rise and respect. Stand up and show honor. And we are instructed for whom we are to do it. For the gray-haired saints, for the aged, for the elderly, for the old people. Now, I know that we live in a time and place when we have not been taught to respect our elders just because they are our elders, but it's still right. Uh, yesterday at the, um, yesterday at the, 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 married, the marriage small group had a picnic. Uh, they invited me and Lady Chanel to join them yesterday, and they did what most of us do, most of the church groups here at Mount Calvary do when we're getting together to eat. Uh, the, the blessing is said, and then they say, all right, pastor, come on and eat. But I want you to notice what your pastor does. Every time I say, after you because I'm usually the youngest person in the line and sometimes you just show deference because they've been here longer and that's enough just because they're our elders 
Somehow we got off track. Somewhere we missed a turn because some people, I don't know, maybe they were well-meaning, maybe not, but they got it in our heads. They put it in our heads that you've got to earn my respect. I'm not going to respect somebody just because they're older. I'm not going to respect anybody who doesn't respect me. I don't give respect. Respect is earned. Well, baby, I don't disagree with you, but here is where I would challenge your thinking a little bit. I would argue that most of the people with some gray hair it earned every gray hair that they have. They earned it. I would argue that those who have been around earned, they have earned our respect. Just because out of everything they've been through, they're still here. They have earned our admiration and our honor. They have survived the Great Depression. They have survived World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Persian Gulf War, Desert Storm, Desert Shield. They have earned our respect. They have lived through the Jim Crow South, covert racism in the North. They drank at separate water fountains. They had to find a bathroom that said colored. They have sat in the back of the bus. They have used the rear entrance. They have been denied housing, denied jobs, denied education. They have been spat on, water hosed, beaten and shamed. They have earned our respect. They worked in the field so that we would never have to unless we chose to. They ironed white people's clothes so that we would never have to unless we chose to. They said, yes, a boss, so that we would never have to unless we chose to. They scrimped and saved and sacrificed so that we could have better lives than they did. They have earned our respect. How dare we remain seated in the presence of the age? How dare we not show respect to the elderly? They have earned it, but how do we do that, Pastor? I'm glad you asked me. Let me just give you some practical ways. Now listen, uh, if you want me to be real spiritual and deep, come back next Sunday, I'll try again. <laughs> Let me give you some practical ways. You want to know how to respect them? You want to know how to stand up in their presence? I'll tell you how. Vote every time you get the opportunity. Make the most of every opportunity you get. When you get the scholarship, use it. When you get into that school, go to class. Earn the grade. Graduate and then help somebody else to do the same thing. You want to honor them? You want to respect them? Be on time like they taught you. When you inherit the family house, keep it up like they did. Don't let the grass grow out of control and have a couch sitting out on the front lawn and bottles and trash all around your stuff. Clean it every now and then. Take care of it so you can raise the property value and then pass it to the next generation. That's called generational wealth. That's how you respect them. 
You want to know how to respect them? Guard your relationship with God like they taught you to do. Don't chase after all this stuff, after all these gods and idols that the world has to offer. I've got news for you. The same God that brought them over is the same God that will take you through. You want to know how to honor them? Go farther than they did. Do more than they did. Rise higher than they did. Keep going. Set the new standard. Raise the bar. You want to know how to appreciate them, how to honor them? Buy stuff that appreciates in value. Own something. Run something. Start something. Finish something. <laughs> Rise in the presence of the aged. Respect the elderly. And then finally, and I'm done, Moses said, revere your God. Did you catch that? Moses connects how we treat old people with how we relate to our God. And seniors, please, uh, please don't be offended. When I, when I use the word old, I'm not trying to be offensive. Um, I'm really just trying to normalize respecting being old. Like the only other option is being dead. Moses connects our attitude toward the aged and the elderly with our gratitude towards God. The Lord is saying through Moses, when you honor them, you honor me. When you respect them, you respect me. When you celebrate them, you celebrate me. When you appreciate them, you appreciate me. When you esteem them, you esteem me. Revere your God, the text says, I am Jehovah. I am the Lord. When you honor them for who they are, you honor me for who I am. Because y'all do know that the Lord shares something in common with old people. Y'all recognize, here, let me, can I tell you a secret? God is old. <laughs> and so it is no mystery that he says when you honor them, you honor me because they're aged and so am I. As a matter of fact, every day that they live, they have more in common with me. I <laughs> God, the one who is older than time, The Bible calls him the ancient of days. 
Before Abraham was, he said, I am. I like the way the psalmist put it in Psalm 91. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generation, before the mountains were formed or brought forth the whole world, before the whole world was formed from everlasting to everlasting, you're God. In other words, he's always been God, always will be God. That's why Paul wrote to Timothy, now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God be all glory and honor forever and ever. That's why Jesus said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. It all started with me. It all ends. Don't, listen, don't you know? Haven't you heard? The everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He doesn't faint. He doesn't get tired. Nobody can understand him. He gives power to the faint. He gives strength to those who don't have any might. He says even the youths, even the young people will faint and be weary. The young men shall utterly fall. But they that hold on a little while they that hang in there they I know this Winston translation but I promise it's good Bible they that stick with it they that don't give up and I've got a sneaking suspicion that there are some of those days in this room right now. Anybody who has lived for 70 years, 80 years, 90 years, 94 years has learned how to wait, has learned how to stick with it, has learned how to stay in there, has learned how to stay on the watch. If you are 70 or better, would you look at somebody and tell them I stuck around? It hasn't always been easy. Didn't always get what I want. Had to wait on some things that looked like they would never come. I wish you would tell somebody else, but I'm still here. After all the things I've been through, after all the things I've experienced, every door that was shut in my face, I'm still here. Every sickness that invaded my body, I'm still here every enemy that attacked my mind I'm still here when the enemy came in like a flood the Lord lifted up a standard against him and I'm still here my children act funny sometimes but I'm still here I may not have everything I thought I would but I'm still y'all help me to close and just Tell somebody, please, I am a living testimony to the word of God that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew 
their strength. Look and tell somebody, I am a living testimony to the word of God that they shall mount up. Y'all not talking to anybody. That they shall mount up. I need you to say it like a Baptist preacher. That they shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Just keep waiting on him. Just hang in there. Just keep holding on. Hold them to God's unchanging hand. Time is filled with swift transitions. Not of earth unmoved can stand. But build your hopes on things eternal and hold them to God's unchanging hand. I really can't say anything because I'm only 46. But if you're out there, if you're on the other side of the camera and you're 70 years or better, I dare you to give God some kind of praise. Out of everything you've been through, you're still here. Out of everything you've been through, you're still here. You know what it means to have, and you know what it means to go without. You know what it means to have more than enough and to have not enough, and you're still here. You have come through some unimaginable things. You have come through abuse. You have buried children. You have buried spouses. You have buried hopes and dreams, quite frankly, and you're still here. We are honored. We're honored just to know you. And when you walk into the room, we're not going to keep our seats. When you walk into the room, senior, we're going to stand up just because you are who you are and you've been through what you've been through. We'll stand in your presence. We'll honor your gray hair. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word about die. Nope. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> we'll honor your gray hair, whether it's showing or not. If it's under there somewhere, <laughs> we'll honor it. Because in honoring you, we honor him. Minister Scruggs, I hope I didn't make it too hard for you to come and do an invitation. All right, come on.
there certainly was a word. And I just thank God that I made it through the gate of several things. I remember the first time we had the celebration, Pastor Senior asked me to head it. And I thought, man, it's going to be a long time before I get there. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. And uh, I appreciate it even more. I'm just going to do this real quick. Because, see, I had COVID twice. The first time I had it, I was in the hospital for 10 days. And the second time I had it, two weeks after, I thought I was over it. But the first time I went, I didn't want to go to the hospital, but my daughter forced me. She said, Mama, you've been laying around, you're sick, you're not eating, you're not doing this. And she said, either I'm going to take you or I'm going to call the ambulance to take you. So I called her Nurse Ratchet because she was so mean about it. But when I got to the ER, the nurse did the test and came back and said, Miss Scrubs, you have COVID. I didn't understand how I got it, why I got it, because I didn't go nowhere. But she said, when you leave here, you need to thank your daughter for bringing you, because if you'd have waited two more days, you'd have been out of here. So I'm glad to get old. I'm glad to get old because it is not promised to you. Young people, listen, don't take it for granted. There were 19 children that didn't see the age of 10. There were more adults in their 20s that didn't get to see the age of 30. So I'm here to do the invitation. Don't take it lightly that you got time because time is not promised to us anymore. We could walk out of here today and go to Walmart's and not make it back home. So don't say, I'll do this when I get my life together. Because if you could get your life together, Jesus wouldn't have had to die for us. We all need help. We all have a story. And I tell people, some people got a short story. Some people got long novels. But we all got a story. As Pastor says, we all clean up well. But we all had to come through the blood of Jesus to get where we are today. So if there's someone here that has not given their life to Christ, the has not said, Lord, I surrender all because I can't do this by myself. This is the time for you. Raise your hand. Somebody will come to you, get your information, and we will be glad to tell you how this can happen and you can be secure in your salvation. The second call is, there may be somebody here that's already saved. But you are looking for a church home. There are a lot of churches in Dayton. 
call me prejudiced. But you can't do no better than Mount Calvary. Because pastor preaches the word, teaches the word, and loves on his congregation. And that's all you can ask for in any church. We are not the best church, but we are a Christ church. And we try to live what the word says. I saw a couple hands. Are there any more? Don't be ashamed. But Christ said, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you in front of my father. I see some more hands. I see some more hands. <clears throat> this is the best decision you will ever make. You can have all kind of degrees, all kind of positions in life, but when it comes your time to leave up out of here, ain't none of that going with you. The only thing that's going with you is your salvation to Jesus. Are there any more hands? We got time, because I stay here after service and help you. We've got time. Jesus loved us so much that he laid down his life that we could have eternal life. We don't have to go to no pope, no priest, no nothing, no confession. We can go right directly to him and say, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. I have done wrong, forgive me. <clears throat> and he will do just that. Pastor always asks the question, are you sure you know where you will spend eternity? If you're not, raise your hand today. We can make it sure. We can make it sure you don't have to guess. Because I hope to see all of y'all in heaven because I'm going. I'm going. And I'd hate to look down and say, ah, oh, you didn't raise your hand. People don't like to talk about hell, but hell's real. <laughs> it's real. Do we have everybody? For those of you that are on the internet, if you will just write something in the comment section. Somebody will get with you today or tomorrow and they will get all your information so that we can make sure that your salvation is secure. Okay? If that's all, let's give them a hand that we got some new people coming to the kingdom. Now comes the important part of service. 
a time where we can all participate in offering the time to give. We have several ways that can be done. We got text to give. The phone number is 855-908-0710. If you don't want to text, we got cash app. It's dollar sign M-T-C-A-L M-B-C. The easiest way to give is to go and get the app Givelify. You just put in the amount, tap it, it's given and it's done. Then the fourth way is if you don't want to do any of the electronical stuff, is we have deacons that will be at the back entrance and you can put your money in an envelope and place it in a basket. Okay. We have some new members today. Pastor, are you coming back out? Oh. There you are. <laughs> we thank God for those who have recently joined the Mount Calvary family and entered into believers baptism today As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, this certificate of baptism certifies that, help me, Tanaya, got it, okay, Tanaya Hood was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 10th day of July, 2022, at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, 3375, Pastor S.N. Winston Sr. Way, Dayton, Ohio, signed Samuel N. Winston Jr., Pastor. God bless you, ma'am. Best decision you'll ever make. Yes, ma'am. Carter Little. Young Carter, best decision you'll ever make, sir. That Bible is for you, and that's for you. Yes, sir. God bless you. Okay. Good. Now, uh, Mama and Carter were baptized today, and Mama wants to dedicate uh, her baby to the Lord, right? Good. Okay, come on up, Mama. Who is this? Katori Rose. Rose Little. All right. Hello, Katori. <laughs> the Bible says they brought young children to him, that is Jesus, that he should touch them. 
And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he said, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children or allow the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Let us pray. Dear God, we present to you this child as a gift from her mother who in gratitude, having received her from you, now give her back to you. Its heart is a great plea for love. Would you grant that as she grows, she will grow in your wisdom and your favor. Preserve her when danger threatens the cessation of infancy and childhood. Undergird and strengthen her in moments of youthful temptation. And lead her to accept you as her personal Savior. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Beloved congregation, you are privileged to witness the coming of this family, to dedicate their child to the gracious and loving care and keeping of God our Father and Christ our Savior. God grant that we who are gathered today in worship will earnestly assume with this mother the responsibility for this child's Christian training inasmuch as all of us will exercise influence upon this child in some way. If you, the members of this church and community, are willing to do so, we ask for you to pray for this child, that she might be led in her years of personal accountability to hate that which is evil and cling to that which is good. And I'll hurry up, Mama. <laughs> As you present your child for dedication to God, we ask, are you willing to rededicate yourself to the maintenance of a Christian home where Christ will be honored and the word of God held in reverence so that she may on her own free choice confess her faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as her personal savior? If so, answer, I do. Good. Because you recognize the spiritual, physical, and moral responsibilities of parenthood and your dependence on God for strength and wisdom to discharge the duties as a parent, do you now present your child in dedication to God, seeking divine blessing and guidance for her? If so, answer, I do. Good. And the child's name is Katori Rose Little. Hello, Katori Rose Little. Can I lay my hands on you? Is that okay? I dedicate you this day to God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. This certificate of dedication certifies that Katori Rose Little was dedicated to God on the 10th day of July in the year 2022 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, Dayton, Ohio. God bless you. And there are some things in there she won't remember today, but when you tell her about it, you can show her those things. All right? Good. Thank you. Let's thank God for this family. Minister Scruggs, is, uh, you can go ahead and close us out. I'm going to head to the back. Uh, those members who are age 70 or better, those members who are age 70 or better, um, 
nope, not yet, sir, not yet. What you, you, you have three months? You said... I won't even say that out loud because the Silver Saints will be waiting for you in the parking lot. Okay. Those members who are age 70 and better, um, we've got something special for you. Uh, if you would, when you come out, just head over to that side door, and I'll meet you over there, and I'll give it to you on your way into the parking lot, all right? Minister Ash, the women are meeting next week after service. Is that right? Right after service, will there be food? There will be food. All right. The women's meet and greet next Sunday. Come and meet the new women's, uh, women's ministry leader and that whole team. Next Sunday, right after church, the finger foods. That's what you're saying? All right. Okay. You got it, Miss Grove. And after the benediction, will you just have a seat? And the ushers will escort you out so that we don't get all bunched up in the atrium out there. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all until we meet again. Amen. generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.